When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I was with the Cardinal the other day. Yeah. And he was saying he how what? I think you said one second. I think we have Bill. Is this Bill himself in person? In person, here I am. Oh, you're a pain in the ass. You've made me late, all on account of your fame and everything. You know, um, did you get sunburned in the Bahamas? That's what I want to know. Oh, shut up, shut up. I'm about to make you famous, which you obviously need. So, Killing the Legends, this is not the interview. Is it the 12th or 14th book? 12th. Okay, okay, okay. I'm about to go. Don't worry about the intro. I'll do that later, okay? Yep. Thank okay. you for having me on. I love you. I love you. I love you. O'Reilly, Bill O'Reilly, you don't need to hear any more than Bill O'Reilly, who's written 12 bestsellers, one after another, after another, after another. So now I have to ask you a very important question. Do you remember the first time you ever voted? Yes. Uh, I believe I was in Boston uh at grad school at boston university and i voted in a massachusetts election up there and i was happy to do so um that was the uh end of the vietnam era and everybody was jacked up about politics they still are yeah they still are for sure so how late did you stay up with the overnight reviews Tuesday night? Uh, I was up maybe midnight. Um, I knew that Arizona and Nevada were not going to be able to count their votes because those states are totally out of control. So a huge state like New York can count its votes, no problem. But Nevada can't. They just don't have a competent infrastructure there. And Arizona is worse. So I knew uh, that we weren't going to get a big resolution until later on in the week. And still, uh, when we're talking to you over the weekend, we're probably still not going to have a clear resolution. Okay. I mean, you've sort of explained it, but since I'm limited mentally, can you tell me why those states cannot get their acts together or get their behinds together? Why can't they do it? They have incompetent people running the election precincts. So in uh, the West, it's not like meritocracy. It's, hey, my cousin Lenny needs a job. You throw him into the Maricopa County Election Commission, and Lenny can't find a men's room. 
It's just sheer incompetence. You know, when I went to vote, it was 4.30 in the afternoon. There was nobody there. There were maybe three people who were voting. And I made a mistake because I'm so bright. Instead of just coloring in the little bubble up at the top, I scratched out the whole name. And they said, this will not work because you made it wrong. And we put it in the machine, and the machine took it, and it worked. I just don't understand this entire concept of voting the way it's, it's being handled. Well, the problem with American voting now is it's undisciplined. So I don't mind the mail-in ballots or uh, drop-offs, but it, it, you've got to have a certain time and regulations that are met every single time. And it's got to be a very strict teacher saying, look, you didn't put the date on the ballot. We're not counting the ballot. We'll see you next year. That's what has to happen. Now, Florida, which was insane in the year 2000 with Gore versus Bush, they are so efficient now because they put the resources in. They hire decent people. They can get their vote counted. There's not a lot of hanging chads and controversy. It can be done. But like everything else in life, it has to be done in a disciplined manner. And in many states, it is not done that way. Well, it's also that in Florida, the people there have plenty of time. They have nothing else to do. They're all wearing checked pants to go on the golf course. What else they got to do? That's, that's it. Florida, I don't understand altogether. You are smarter than most people, smarter than I anyway. What does it mean for us, the other night's election? What does it mean for us, for America, for the country? Tell me. So I have a column on BillOReilly.com today called The United States of Emotion. Oh, so what good. this vote and the last vote that put Biden into the White House, both votes were driven by people not voting their own self-interest or good governance or any of that. They voted on emotion. Best example I can give you. Zeldin would have won the governorship of New York had not 90% of African-Americans in New York City voted for Hochul. 90. Yeah. Now, if you go to these neighborhoods, they are violent, chaotic. The people who live there are afraid to go to the grocery store or to church. They are run by drug gangs heavily armed. Yet, most of the people who are being terrorized voted for a person who will not help them. Hochul, she's not going to help. They did so out of emotion. We've always voted Democrat. That's our tradition. And we're not going to stop. Well, there are consequences to your vote. And the consequences are going to be more dead African-Americans on the streets of New York. Because Hochul will not solve the violent crime problem or even try. What is your read in every other aspect on Hochul? I don't understand why she won't try. 
I don't get it. Can you explain it to me? Yes, I can, which is why you're having me on. So Kathy Hochul is a machine politician, all right? Yeah. Not like Trump, who's a populist. She's a machine politician. She does what the machine wants her to do. In New York, California, Illinois, just to name three, the Democratic machine is run by far-left progressives. That's who donates the money. That's who calls the shots. They don't want strict law enforcement of any kind because the progressive left believes that the white law enforcement power structure wants to put young black males in prison. Whether they're guilty or not, that's what they want to do. So the progressives want to break that system down and have in New York State. And Hochul does what the machine tells her to do. You have said this on the air before? Oh, yeah. And I've said it on BillOReilly.com, and I've written columns about it. We are now a nation of tribes, all right? The progressive left tribe runs Biden, Hochul, and many other politicians in this, in this uh, country. We don't have politicians who are elected to office who are independent thinkers. They do what they are told to do. Biden does what he is told to do. He has repudiated every core belief he ever held because he wanted to be president and that was the pathway progressive left well i know that the only thing he ever wanted in life was to be president he's never ever done anything nobody can ever point to one thing that he has accomplished in all his years i know that i understand that what do you since you're so smart and 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 i want to pierce everything that I can bring out of your brain. What what do you think of Zeldin? Zeldin was the right man at the right time. So relatively inexperienced congressperson from Long Island was genuinely outraged. And it wasn't phony. He was genuinely angry at the state of criminal justice in New York and the high taxation on the working people. So he brought that passion to the campaign. Not the most charismatic guy, but he brought the heat. And he would have won, which is astounding because New York is two-to-one registration, Democrat over Republican. He would have won had he gotten... 30% of the black vote in New York City. He got 10. He lost. You know, I can't possibly argue with you, but I would like to say that I don't think that Zeldin had any brilliant ideas of his own at all. He took the path that he thought would win. He took the easiest way. He is not charismatic. He is not necessarily 
brilliant or anything. He's just a guy who wanted to be in politics. There is no way he has been outstanding. That's another problem. Is that something that you do not agree with? I don't agree with it totally. I think Zeldin would have done what he said he would do. And that is, would have issued an executive order saying that there was a violent crime emergency in the state of New York and would have suspended the insane no bail law. He would have fired a number of the district attorneys who will not enforce the law, like Alvin Bragg in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have done what he said he would do, which was enough for me. I didn't need Benjamin Franklin in there this time around. I needed someone to stop the bleeding, pun intended. But you know, he didn't come to that in the beginning. He got to that late in the history of running. He picked something that he knew was, was what we wanted. He didn't start with that. Didn't that note, you notice that? Look, Zeldin is a doctrinaire conservative individual, and conservatives believe in law and order. They don't believe in social justice. So I, I don't have any problem with Zeldin. I think Zeldin did a good job. I'm sorry he lost. The result of his loss is going to be thousands more dead New Yorkers, and I mean that literally. Yeah, thousands more will die. So I don't have a problem with Zelda. Okay, you've done 12 killings that are number one. Now the the 12th one is Killing the Legends, which was Marilyn Monroe and John Lennon and Elvis Presley and Muhammad Ali. Can you tell me about the killing or future of the United States of America? I don't understand where we're going. Yeah, we're in a bad cycle now. There's no doubt we're in a bad cycle. If historical precedence follows, we'll get out of it. But it's impossible to say when. And there are a couple of other factors that have not been in play in the past. So history may not repeat itself because we've, we have been in bad situations. The Great Depression was the worst. The Civil War. We've been in bad places. But the difference today is that we don't have an honest media anymore. That Americans have a very hard time getting truthful information. Because the media is controlled by giant corporations who could not care less about finding out what's true and what's false. All they want to do is make money and impose their own ideology, i.e. Steven Spielberg, Jeffrey Katzenberg, the idiot who runs Walt Disney, on the American people. So that's different than it was in the past. The media has always been suspect. Now it's flat-out corrupt. Thank God for Casamitidis at WABC, who is not a corrupt man. But he's powerful enough 
and wealthy enough to run his own corporation. But most others are not. They have to work for the corrupt media. What is your opinion of Donald running again, Bill? Well, he's lost a lot of power. And there's no question he has. And now he's got a big rival, the biggest winner of the midterm election. Yeah. Was Governor DeSantis in Florida, by far, who had one of the best political lines I've ever heard. Woke comes to Florida to die. Yeah. It was a brilliant line. He, in that vote, put himself up to a level where he could be elected president of the United States, Ron DeSantis. Trump now has to compete with that. I know. I know. And so it, it's going to be a fast two years to 24. We don't know how that's going to shake out. Trump's still strong. He got the MAGA people, but he's not as strong as he used to be. What does this mean for the Republican Party, which was red but is now a dribble? What does that augur for it? There's no leadership in the Republican Party at all. DeSantis looks like he wants to take it over. Mitch McConnell in the Senate, he's uh, old, doddering, uh, uh, and uh, he's not leading anybody anywhere. Donald Trump's not a standard Republican. He's a populist. He does lead the party to a certain extent on um, how to govern because he governed very well. But it's impossible to say how this DeSantis-Trump rivalry is going to play out. And that is the entire future of the Republican Party. Oh, there's going to be bloodshed, honey, with the two of them. It's going to be tough. It's really going to be tough. Can the U.S. I'm talking in case anybody just tuned in. I'm talking to Bill O'Reilly, who is a genius and he's brilliant and has had a bestseller every 20 minutes and whom I love. Now tell me. Tell me, can the U.S. be saved? A stupid question, like I'm an idiot, but can America be saved the way it's going now? It's not going to be the same. So the baby boomers like me and the greatest generation, which is, you know, almost done, they're not going to have what they used to have. Judeo-Christian tradition thrown out the window, public education, terrible might come back a little, but the kids are not going to be as educated as we were. So it's not going to be the same country. What the strong points are in America are that most people want to work hard and they want to do well by, their, by themselves and by their family, for themselves and for their families. That work ethic, and a lot of that is immigrants, is solid and will remain. And that is a huge, huge strength for the USA. We work much harder than most people around the world. And we are centered on improving our status, our situation. America still affords that. But this far-left progressive movement has got to be destroyed. And I hope it will be, 
Now, DeSantis destroyed it in Florida. Yeah. There is a template there. He destroyed it. And that is why all Americans should take a hard look at him. Because unlike Trump, who was very, very good at running the country, Trump strengthened the progressive left because of his personality and his conflicts. He made them stronger. DeSantis hurt them. And that's a big difference. So continuing on, before you cut me off, and I will be miserable when you hang up, can you tell me, will New York ever have a Republican governor? No. Oh, it's God. over for the Republicans in New York State and New York City. Where I live in Nassau and Suffolk counties on Long Island, there's been a resurgence of traditional thinking and voting. And I'm so happy because I live in these neighborhoods, these communities. But New York State is now like California. It's never going to vote red again. Because the machine is too powerful. And there are so many new people from foreign countries here. And that most of them vote Democrat because Democrats are the party of entitlement. Whereas Republicans are self-reliant. So, no, in our lifetime, we're not going to see New York turn red. Well, you know, it's like killing the legends. You're killing all the hopes for New York. Now I have two more questions before I let you go, because I know you have to go somewhere. I know that. Joe Biden, pardon the expression, he won't run (laughs) for a second or walk for a second term, will he? No, he's emboldened. If you watch his body language this week on the press conference, he he actually thinks he he won on – Tuesday, which he didn't, but he doesn't know what he's doing anyway, but he's not going to run. He can't run. Too old. Party doesn't want him. But here's the kicker. Things are going to get worse in this country and in New York State between now and Election Day 24. So if you think it's bad now, it's going to get worse because none of these people Biden, Hochul, et al. have any problem-solving ability, nor do they want to solve the problems. They want to amass the power, sit there, and do nothing. And that's what they will do. So if you think the population is angry now, in two years, they're going to be more furious. I mean, I want to talk to you for the rest of my life, so, but I know you have to go. Let me ask you, will, we be, will America be at war somewhere within the next 10 years, the way we're going, with a, an idiot like Biden who can't find his way to the men's room? Is that, are we going to be at war? Look, you can't predict that. I mean, everybody on the planet, uh, with the exception of Putin, knows that a world war is unwinnable. Now, Putin looks to me like he's on his last legs. I don't think you're going to see him around much longer, which will be one of the greatest things ever for the planet. 
the communists in China are awful. But they know that the billion and a half Chinese people are barely getting by now. A war would put so much deprivation on the Chinese individual that the Communist Party might not survive it. They know that. So I'm, I'm not, I, I could never predict there would be a war. Okay, Bill, what's the next killing book? Killing what? Killing the Witches, the Horror of Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, where did you go to get all of that information? They're gone. They're dead. How do you get, how do you interview a witch besides Where do you see this book? It'll be out (laughs) in October 23. Killing the Legend is still on the bestseller list, as you know. And part of that is because of you and the nice publicity you gave the book. Killing the Legends makes a great Christmas gift. And if you want Killing the Mob, Killing the Killers, and Killing the Legends, you go to BillOReilly.com. We'll give you $35 off that package, which is a tremendous Christmas gift deal. But Killing the Witches, I'm writing it now. It is a pain in my butt to write this book. But we have uncovered unbelievable stuff that permeates to this day about what happened in New England when the pilgrims came over and the witches were hung. It is an incredible book. So that'll be the probably the last killing book. Okay, and that's the problem with you, Bill O'Reilly. You never have anything to say. <laughs> Goodbye. I appreciate Goodbye. it, Cindy. <laughs> Goodbye, honey. Thank you for having me on your fine show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, lovey. Bye. Bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.